everybody. This is the Hallmark Use Podcast, and we are so excited today. I have the great privilege to interview a Hallmark actress that we come to know in the most, especially the most re recent Garage Sale Mystery. Uh, we're talking to Allison Wanzura, and uh, I'm Rachel. And Allison, thank you so much for taking the time to, uh, to talk with us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is so much fun. What we like to do is we like to just ask you to start the interview by just introducing yourself and, and tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I wasn't supposed to become an actor, really, uh, because I grew up in a, in a, around a network of people that were not in creative careers. So mm -hmm. since I was little, I always had this framed, sort of like a scholarship on my wall for the university. I guess it was for the university of your choice. Um, and my parents were always like, well, that means, that means you're going to university. And I was interpreted that to mean something academic. So I always thought I'd go to law school or, or med school. Um, but ever since I was little, I always was magnetized to the idea of performing. So I remember being in kindergarten and just wishing that I could be Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. um, and I had this vision of myself with the white cowboy boots and, and um, her figure. And, <laughs> And then it kind of morphed into wanting to be um, a reporter. And, and ever, like since I was a kid, I would stay up like late on Friday nights and watch that show 2020, you know, with Barbara Walters. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to be Barbara Walters. Oh. And I, and I, and I used to like record um, back when, when the cassettes were a thing, my brother and I would record ourselves on a cassette pretending to be um Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters <laughs> to interview people. So I've always had a real interest in, in other people's lives and like digging into their lives. And I think for me, that's probably um, what segued me into thinking that I wanted to play characters and, and become different people and, and take on these, these other lives. Um, but I, I actually went to business school. So when I graduated high school, I, I did five years at the University of Calgary in Alberta, up here in Canada, mm -hmm. and I did a commerce degree. And while I was doing my commerce degree, I also did a minor in, in acting. Mm -hmm. So my first thought was like, acting class will be fun and easy and raise my GPA. <laughs> and, and after a few years of it, I'm like, it's a lot more fun than my, than my finance tests. Mm -hmm. But it was a weird, it was a weird hybrid uh, post-secondary experience because I'd be going and writing a finance test on the time value of money. And then I'd be running over to the drama hall and like rolling on the floor in sweatpants and like, you know, breathing from my, um, what are they called? Pelvic bowl. <laughs> <or whatever>. oh, <laughs> right. so it was just weird. It was a weird experience. And I, I felt like I didn't know where I fit in, uh -huh. but slowly you kind of weed away what you don't want to do and, and, come closer to what you do want to do and and years later I'm in Vancouver working as an actor very cool so did you actually end up graduating with that degree in finance and and then I I got it yeah so I graduated with my commerce degree um and I also did a degree in drama because I liked it so much okay so dual so degree. sort of a dual a dual degree yeah so and then begins like six years of, I don't even remember much of this because I was so tired and so busy. It was like being at Comic-Con every day. <laughs> yeah. could, that's how tired I was. Cause I go, yeah. to, go to work, like I worked in the corporate world. So I go to my office at like, I don't know, eight thirty nine, stay till five, six, and then eat something and head straight to a rehearsal because I did theater. 
So I'd be like rehearsing till 11 or we'd have a show till, till 10 or 11. So I was wearing both hats, which is not sustainable. Um, certainly not if you want to do, you know, be a professional actor. Yeah. Well, and have any relationships or life or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're just fresh it was like out of the college. office in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. To take on. yeah so uh, the theater is that something so you then you transitioned to to television uh yeah well i remember doing like theater in calgary which is where i'm from and i spent 26 years there and i did mostly theater there there wasn't a big film industry i remember doing like a hearing aid commercial where i was <laughs> supposed to be i was supposed to be the granddaughter and then there was a grandmother character and and we, I was supposed to throw my arm around her and say, you know, how much, you know, hearingaid.com has helped my grandma. And, and, and I was so nervous doing the commercial and sweating so badly. I remember they told us to take a break. They're like, okay, you guys can stand down for a few minutes. So I took my arm off of her. And not only did I sweat through my own shirt, but I'd sweat, a, a, there was a big sweat stain on her shoulder. So like. That is funny. <laughs> that's how nervous I was to do a hearing aid commercial. Aww. That's how little experience I had on film. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, that's cute. they have uh, blow dryers for that on set when that when that happens these days. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's really cute. <laughs> but yeah, so I I started to I started like to think if I wanted to work as a professional film actor, I got to get out of this. I got to blow this popsicle stand and go somewhere that has a big film industry. So that's uh-huh. how I ended up in Vancouver. Yeah, that's cool. Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I noticed that you had done some voice acting on your IMDb, and yes. I'm, my first love, even more than Hallmark, is animation. <laughs> that's what oh, I oh no way! And, yeah. And so whenever I have voice actors, I always have to talk to them about that. And of course. <laughs> and so I was just curious about that and how you got into that and what you, what your process is for for coming up with a voice and how you know what's that like doing voice acting. Voice acting is crazy. It's nuts. Like <laughs> animation acting is nuts. I just did, I must be like a, a real sweater because I just did a, a, a session for an animation thing. It was like two hours and I sweat through like three shirts and my whole outfit was like wet. Um, but animation is a lot of work. You're jumping up and down. You're pretending to jump off of cliffs. You're punch. You're air punching you're beating people up, but it's just you. And it's just like, you kind of have to go through the motions to make it sound realistic in terms of breathing and breath. And it's a lot of work. And in some cases, I remember doing, um, uh, I think it was a video game. And they told me one of the characters I was going to do, I'd audition for one character, but they said, you'll also be doing a second character, but because this is such a confidential project, we can't tell you what other character. What? And, uh, until you get there. I'm like, so, okay. You just want me to like make it up when I get there? They're like, yeah. <laughs> so they actually had me do two other characters. Um, wow. And then one of them was like a dragon or something. I'm like, okay, let me just reach into my pocket and pull out my, <laughs> my, uh, my repertoire of dragon voices. Uh-huh. So you, but you pulled you it off. Sometimes huh? you make it up. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise I would have been sent on my way. So you, I guess it's, the, you just have to be really loose and like go like whatever they want. You just have to do it. Just try it. Like I mean, they'll just, be like, can you do that with a Scottish accent instead? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Can I have two minutes? 
<laughs> right? I guess they say, you know, necessity is the means of invention. So it sure is in this case. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. really fun. Uh, yeah. So you're doing a, a you have a, um, a friendship is magic project, right? Yes, a magical project. Oh, that's so fun. I love Friendship is Magic. I think it is such a great show. It's so well done. You like done. My Little Pony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really think uh, it's a well done show. It has such heart. It really it's is. It's so positive and it's so beautifully animated. And I really admire Lauren Faust, the creator. I think she's yeah. a amazing person. <laughs> and yeah, it's so, a great show. Uh, was that fun to be involved in? Super fun. And the difference between that one and other animation projects I've been involved in is that they brought the whole group in. So oh. that's like always ideal. If you can be, if you can have three or four other actors around you on their own mics, then you feel like you're acting in a scene versus I think, I don't know if it's a typical, but it has been in my experience where it's just me and uh-huh. nobody reads the other lines. You just go through all of your lines without any lead in. Yeah. Which is kind of confusing because you're, you're like, why am I saying, what am I, what are we stealing and why? Why am I stealing this lightsaber? Right. You just want me to say it. Um, so you don't have a lot of context for what you're saying. Whereas with My Little Pony, it was awesome because we went through all the scenes chronologically and, and everybody said their part, jumped uh-huh. in when they were supposed to. So it was so, like more fun that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I can imagine that would be easier to kind of get the character down too if you see where other people are doing, I would think. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I, I've known other voice actors. They, they have basically like a, a little, a lot of times they do it like the closet or someplace like that where the, do their voice acting auditions. Oh yeah. Do you have anything like that? Yeah. Like we like to, as actors, we like to present a front of having a uh, glamorous life. Yeah. (laughs) But if you could, but if you could see a picture of any voiceover doing voiceover actor doing it at home, mp3 audition recording <laughs> you so otherwise oh my god please, please like create you know when you're a kid and you make um forts uh-huh like pillow pillow forts and blanket forts it's like that uh-huh except you've got a microphone in there and you're trying to like make sure your laptop can doesn't fall off your clothing shelf and <laughs> um it's dark in there yeah and it's hot like in the summer i've got to do it in my brawn underwear because <laughs> you're under a blanket yeah. hey, right yeah right? <laughs> that's really yeah. funny <laughs> and so much of it is like a, so much of auditioning now for the voiceover world is from home yeah because it saves them a lot of money if they don't have to book a studio for record for an audition session mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what i've heard from other some people I, I follow some different voice actors on youtube and stuff like that and yeah they're set up <laughs> it's usually in the closet with like some of that it's sound ghetto and so yeah <laughs> That's really it's funny. Ghetto. <laughs> Maybe when I become a recurring My Little Pony character, I can I'll have someone come, an engineer come in and, st- and structure a whole voiceover studio in my house. <laughs> yeah, and that's the goal. Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's really really cool. I'll be excited to see that. Uh, I'm glad. I'm going to think about you when that airs. I'll be like, oh, it. yeah, that's right. Uh, and you know, I love anime. And if, if you could see me right now, you'd see I have a um, anime t-shirt on, right, as we're speaking. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite. Can you movies. explain to me what anime means? Anime is basically Yeah, like the anime. actual definition of anime, because yeah. I hear anime a lot. Is that just a short form of animation? No, anime is animation from oh. Japan, pretty much. 
Uh, it's, oh. it's animation from Japan. They typically have like, larger eyes and they typically have like a particular style, but not always. Oh. Even, um, the, the biggest anime company is Studio Ghibli and they had two different creators, Miyazaki, who did, I think, 13 movies. And then you have, uh-huh. uh, then you had Asayo Takahata who did uh, four, I believe. And, right. uh, and, and Miyazaki had the bigger eyes and the more typical anime look and sort of the tropes of anime. Right. Whereas like Takahata, okay. his are more like watercolors. It's quite different. So it really just depends. From the Asian culture and were produced there and then it streams throughout the world. They've got yeah, fans throughout the in world. in Japan uh, in particular, like, like really okay. purists it will be like, oh, that's from Korea. That's not real anime. I think that's, kind of, I think that's kind of ridiculous. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you have like the more adult stuff like Akira and Ghost in the Shell and um Paprika and that are amazing. They're just having a, a new release of Perfect Blue, which I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, that one's, uh, and uh my favorite that came out in 2016 is called Your Name by um uh, <laughs> uh Mikoto Shinkai is the artist's name and he's an amazing hmm. animator incredible it's oh, wow. an incredible story it's so moving wow. it, it manages to be funny it manages to be sci-fi it manages to be a romance it manages to, what's that one called it's called your name and write it down the music is great the animation is great i love it it's it'll be a good I, introduction for me to the anime world yeah that yeah, sounds like I a great so. one i think so i i haven't met anybody who hated it so <laughs> You might not love it like I do, but like, you'll suck it out. Like it. Um, it's great. I always tell people I have um, animation induced narcolepsy because if I watch cartoons, I fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, like if I go see a, I don't know, Pixar, Disney movie, or whatever, I fall asleep. Oh, yeah. But, um, this sounds a little more complex. <laughs> well, what's more great about your story. name, <laughs> what's great about your name is that like it starts out really funny and then it goes to uh-huh. a place. So, kind of like, that helps you kind of get invested, you know, because it starts out funny. Okay. But, but I thought anyway. you meant my name for a second there, but you're talking about oh, the, no. the movie. Okay. Yep. My name is kind of funny. And I would personally, if you can, if you can handle it, I would watch it with the subs in the original Japanese. I think Ooh. it's better than watching it with it's the better dub. Better that way. Personally. Okay. Got it. Your name, watch with subs. <laughs> Not subs. Yes. I'll let you know how this goes. Anyway. <laughs> You've sold me. I'm gonna try. Yay! Woohoo! Um, but you know, I really do love it, and I love animation. I love Disney. I mean, oh, how fascinating that you're a big fan of anime, Japan anime, yeah. and you're also such a fan of Hallmark because those yeah. to me seem like two different worlds. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I think it's good to you know, variety is the spice of life. Oh, totally. Uh, That's so right. it's good to to have a lot of different interests these days and. Yeah, it was kind of uh, random how I ended up getting uh, getting involved in the Hallmarkies podcast because mm. uh, my 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 main channel was all about animation and how much I loved animation. Mm. But then, right. uh, but uh, Amber and I just we were, we were friends and we wanted to talk about something and and we both liked Hallmark movies and it just kind of took off. Mm. So. <laughs> interesting um, yeah. i was wondering about that because i couldn't yeah. find i couldn't on your website i couldn't find the how we came to do this or <laughs> why we love yeah. hallmark section we're just starting so we're just working on our website uh, we're just kind oh, of okay it's looking process. good so far <laughs> i saw the link to, i saw the link to ruth hill's um 
blog, which oh, I good. did an interview for a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, she's she's the best. Ruth is, and Friends that's the best friend. thing. That's the best thing about this podcast is we have made so many friends, like yeah. friends that we talk to regularly and that it's just so much fun. Like whether it's covering the good witch or whether it's covering mm. art or the movies, it's just really right. Fun. So, well, yeah. that's, that's what I've noticed about it. From what I can tell, that's one of the great things about the Hallmark community is it's not just about, you know, did you guys see the show last night? Mm-hmm. And, Mm-hmm. Plot synopsis. It's like a community of mm-hmm. it's a it's almost a lifestyle for some people. But yeah. it certainly has has a, a, a big strong community. Yeah, and, and Hallmark has done such a good job of you know encouraging the live tweeting, encouraging. Uh, I don't. Know, they're just running their company so well right now. Putting it out. Yeah. They know what they are and they execute it well. And I think that's the hardest thing to do in life. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, and I think the cool thing too about the Hallmarkies community is that like with other fandoms that I've been a part of, it's mm. feels somewhat hostile. Like you have ah. to prove that you're a true Star Wars fan or a true Disney fan or there's sort of, sort of yes, a, or if you watch the Japanime without the subs on, <laughs> you're not a real yeah, fan. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's this sense of sort of competition and whatever about it. And whereas right. I feel like with Hallmark, with the Hallmark East fandom, they know what it is and they know it's kind of silly and they just, yeah. they, they watch it and they get joy out of it. And I, I feel yeah. like that, that makes that's so refreshing and makes it so much yeah. fun. Uh, cause yeah. Even, and I think that's yeah. important, I think it's important for people to realize about Hallmark. And I, I don't think I realized this until maybe recently that, the Hallmark crowd, it's not like they think that's the way life is all the time. Right. Um, just it's just escapism. sort of, an, a, yeah, it's a, it's, but, and everybody has their own form of escapism. And it's like yeah. a really sort of ideal way that people treat each other. And I, I appreciate yeah. that, what happens on those movies. And yeah, like, of course, in the real world, there's way darker, deeper problems. Mm-hmm. But that's not why people are watching those shows, right? Right. It's and I, 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 yeah, and I was never really like, you know, in Canada we don't get the Hallmark Channel, unfortunately. I hope they're working on that. But um, so I didn't really watch Hallmark movies. In fact, mm-hmm. some Hallmark actors here they don't even can't even see their own work because they're like, where do I find this? Um, but I was in New York by myself on vacation once for like five, four or five days, and I, I'd go back to my hotel room. I was by myself. So I wasn't going to stay out too late. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to my room, 10 o'clock, and there's all these Hallmark movies, and I don't know how, I swear, that I start is a slippery slope. Yeah. Every night I go back to my hotel room, I'm like, oh, I just want to watch, I want to curl up in a blanket and watch a nice Hallmark, and, and then before I do it, I'm like, I'm watching Hallmark every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> even if there's one that we don't like, it's, all, it's kind of all in jest. It's all, like... Yeah. Well, they're just trying about to, them. they're just trying to entertain us. Like they make yeah. 95 movies a year. Like can't yes. really be that mad about it. <laughs> yes. Right. And yeah. yeah. It, it, you can't argue with that. Like yeah. they're doing something right. Right. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah. So <laughs> recently I thought we'd just dive in and I will say there, we're going to talk spoilers. So if you haven't seen most recent garage sale mystery if you're listening don't want to be spoiled then watch it and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast exactly (laughs) 
<laughs> and and those and those people who are still listening know they're talking. They're listening to a very dangerous person right now. That's right. <laughs> so I thought normally we start at like the beginning of your career and then we go. But this time I thought I'd start with the one most recent because it's fresh on my mind. So we've, we've already talked about when I sweat on grandma on the <laughs> uh, commercial. So we might as well jump to Garage Sale Mystery. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. So Garage Sale Mysteries, Murder in D Minor, you mm-hmm. were in and I have loved the Garage Sale Mysteries. I had never watched any of them before this year. Hmm. And, I, and I'm not normally a big mystery fan because sometimes I find them to be a little boring for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, the Garage Sale Mysteries have been really entertaining. And I, I think a big thing is I just love the Shannon family and all that dynamic mm. is so fun. And, uh, yeah. and I, and I feel like there's a little bit more of a spirit of fun and less like serious crime solving uh, yeah. in Garage Mysteries. <laughs> totally. There's a lot of like winking and nudging going yeah. on between like what they're saying. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's different, isn't it? <laughs> Did you watch all of them? Did you start at the beginning? No, I, I know I'm terrible, but I just watched the four. <laughs> okay well i think they're getting better and better so you've watched the best four there's so much to watch i just there's no time to watch like what 11 other movies um oh i hear you (laughs) well so but if you haven't watched the other ones then you wouldn't know that this is not my first time um holding people up at gunpoint (laughs) (laughs) well i knew that you'd been in another because of your imdb Uh uh-huh I was going to ask you about that. So in uh, in this one, Murder in D Minor, you basically played the uh, the granddaughter with a big grudge. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you become the murderer. I specialize in grudges as an actor. <laughs> I do. And so was that fun to play the murderer? Was that fun? Dishy? It's always fun to play the murderer. Yeah. Especially in this case, because like sometimes you get a gig and you just bust in and like, you know, shoot the place up and like, obviously you're a bad girl. Um, But in this case, I got to play the good girl and then turn into the bad girl. So that was really fun. And and as Mm -hmm. an actor, you have to really commit to being the damsel in distress if you want people to be surprised when you pull the gun. Yeah. So that was my, my challenge as an actor. And I thought that was really fun to do. Yeah. Is that, 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 what was, what was your process to getting into character for that? <laughs> um, I just, you know, this is probably why I don't, why I do get cast as a lot of villain type characters is I don't, I don't think about it too hard. I just have a f- switch that I flip and all of a sudden I'm like, you're dead. Uh-huh. And, and um, it was really cool because I guess you, you think of, there's just different ways you move and stuff when you yeah. all of a sudden become the bad person. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just I, like I having a gun is second nature to me. And- early on, I suspected they did a good job with obfuscating in this one because you yeah. had those two guys who I, the yeah. option guys, and I thought that they were basically like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like too obvious. If Frasier and Niles Crane were villains, that would be those I know. guys. <laughs> In fact, I thought like, it was just like um, Sideshow Bob and his brother. <laughs> I know. Like, was there one scene where they didn't have a raised menacing eyebrow? Yeah, it was no. Crazy. 
it, it was it was a little too doggy hat and we were like yeah okay obviously it's it's a red herring red herring yeah, yeah. well because it was too early so i knew they weren't the murderers because you wouldn't right. introduce them as the villains that early on right and i knew that i the, killed everybody else yeah i knew that the jocks guy <laughs> i knew that the french guy wasn't the murderer i just i just right. had a feeling <laughs> and i knew that the it's never the french guy yeah not the french guy but i still thought that they were so fun and so entertaining and that they did a pretty good job of obfuscating that you were the murderer because you weren't on Mm. uh like i don't know they did like when you when you after you've seen it then you could be like oh yeah this 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 and it's like oh yeah obvious but while you're watching it i thought they did a pretty good job Mm-hmm. it was pretty fun i mean they even had me in white pants at the beginning and yeah you don't wear white pants well, if you're a murderer okay. yeah mm-hmm. that's true that's i couldn't point. believe i was wearing white pants i don't <laughs> think i've ever worn white pants in my real life let alone on film in front of thousands yeah. of people i'll have to watch that i haven't even thought of color of mm-hmm. pants as a tip off but yeah i was like yeah. oh my god here comes the white pants yeah it's dangerous (laughs) usually sort of the the person who's like a little bit grumpy a little bit whatever but it's just kind of in the sidelines and then it's like boom right you thought the loud guy was the killer nope it's a (laughs) it's the ex-girlfriend with a grudge or it's the right whatever that's really fun (laughs) and then Lori lachlan explains it in a five minute monologue at the end I know. I'm always so impressed with these murderers that they wait until she finishes talking. The patience and tolerance they have. My arm was getting sore. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I'm like, I'm either going to have to shoot somebody or put this gun down. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, when they edit it, they intercut it with all the flashbacks. So it's not like. Right. Doesn't drone on (laughs) for the audience, right? (laughs) But it's really fun. I. I Yeah. But she's good. She's good at it. At, at she is good. Doing those those speeches. She is really good with dialogue. Yeah. She's, yeah. I, I think it's like you think she has a teleprompter, but she doesn't. Yeah. I think the Garage Sale Mysteries is the best I I've ever seen from Lori Loughlin. Uh, I think she, yeah. it's better than When Calls the Heart. I mean, When Calls the Heart, she's she's perfectly fine. And but I don't know. I just really like the whole dynamic. I love her and Steve Bassick so much. I think yes, they're so they have a great dynamic, don't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing better would have been her and Uncle Jesse in Full House. <laughs> yeah, they did have really. That's good always going to be number one for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I just really really enjoyed it. So good job. And so I didn't realize that in your first one that you were the murderer. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what, I'm trying to think back what was happening with that one. It was a I don't. I don't know if it was the murderer because somebody ended up murdering me. So Marcus Rosner and I come in at the beginning and hold up a jewelry store by gunpoint. Uh Pretty much if there's guns involved, they're like, call Allison. We're going to need her in this one. Yeah. Um, And so we got kind of taken out, like, not too far into the film. But we were were bad guys. Ah, but not the murderer. There was multiple murderers in that one. We weren't the murderer. Ah, nice. Well, Marcus. We were secondary murderers. Well, that must have been nice, though, for Marcus to have a movie where he wasn't playing the wrong guy, at least. (laughs) (laughs) He was the wrong guy in the sense of being a jewel thief, but not in getting rejected. I know. (laughs) One of these days, he'll be the the nice best friend. (laughs) 
yeah he well he just got one where he got to be the lead which was very exciting but uh oh, but yeah. nice. okay we, good for him it's about time we, yeah we got to interview him uh i don't know uh, a while back in like february mm-hmm. that was really fun he's he's great yeah he's awesome so um I, yeah. I finally got to a role as the best friend too which i thought would never happen on a hallmark yeah but in the one coming up in october called uh, it used to be called staking for kids now it's called falling for you i'm oh. actually a bff oh i didn't realize you were in that one so you're in falling for you and truly madly sweetly yeah oh i'm cool. in both and i'm and i'm a and i'm a you're gonna get sick of me by halloween but i'm a like the bff in one of them and i thought this can't be happening i'd never thought i'd be oh. the bff in this well i'm really excited and I don't try to kill her <laughs> nice <laughs> i just giggle well that's good that taylor Cole is safe um yeah because, she's safe because that was my pick if you listen to our fall harvest uh preview that we did ah, okay. i picked falling for you as my top aside from the good witch which of course is <gasps> my favorite that's but your favorite okay I, yeah good witch is the best show on hallmark channel in my opinion uh yep i said it <laughs> it's better than what i'm putting are. it on the list um i love it and uh and anyway there's gonna be a good witch movie but as far as the regular movies i am really looking forward to falling for you because i think the whole idea that's a good bachelor, pick that's a good movie that's a good yes, one you're gonna like it yes yes because not only am i giggling my way through the whole thing i oh, but there's a bachelor bake-off a bad Liz, that's what the summary says there's a bachelor bake-off mm-hmm. and i'm a huge fan yeah. of that. well usually it's like all around like, like the women's baking club or something right yeah, but this yeah. is like more focusing on putting the guys to work and, yes. and it's it's really fun i'm really excited the the more handsome men you can put in my hallmark movies the more <laughs> i enjoy it Hugs of hallmark. Um, that's right and <laughs> uh yeah we've been long talking if you listen to our podcast that we want to have a fireman house uh movie um with dueling firehouse oh nice so this uh-huh. is like a step in the right direction with the bachelor bake-off i feel yeah. like yeah <laughs> and and taylor cole's last movie was really good uh called one winter weekend it was excellent right yeah i think that filmed that might have filmed here too in vancouver oh yeah i think i Mm -hmm. i think it was probably partly at least up at whistler but Mm, yeah uh, that makes sense yeah but anyway yeah uh that's really cool i know that's a good pick i I think you picked the right one it's really really fun and cute and and i do lots of giggling and i don't usually ever giggle Uh on on screen i giggle my whole way through this movie was that i think i finally perfected the hallmark laugh yes oh i love that what's like can you do an example of hallmark laughers that two on the spot yes. kind of like that love it that's perfect um it was like a little for you to like add a little head toss yeah perfect yeah i, totally I think now. what i yeah it, um i think when i first started auditioning for hallmark i didn't quite understand the style so i was way too intense Oh, yeah. like more like a lifetime friendly performance oh right you know what I mean? more yeah. lifetime network yeah and then i think i might have swung too far the other way but i think i finally perfected it the, okay. the giggle we like to joke that that lifetime does the cautionary tales about the hallmark movie right. oh yeah exactly <laughs> you thought you were that's in love true. but he really is that's a true path you know yeah yeah right <laughs> um that's so true. yeah but um 
<laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that must have been fun to work with Taylor Cole. Yeah, it was awesome. We call him the Queen. She's caller. great. <laughs> she is so cool. And I was really inspired by her. She told me she traveled around the U.S. for a while in like a trailer or a camper. Uh-huh. And um, just just traveled around and saw a lot of the country for like cool. a year and a half or something. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Cool. Um, so yeah, we might as well just ask, right? So truly, madly, sweetly, you're also mm. in. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was that like to be in that film? So much fun. Uh huh. I think uh, that should be your second pick. Okay, um, good. <laughs> if you're allowed, if you're allowed to. It, that's a the, really really fun movie oh good i'm so glad we of course we love nikki deloche she's the best oh yeah she's and, so funny <laughs> and it sounded cute but it did sound a little convoluted like the i don't think uh-huh. the summary was very well written i'm hoping that should i clear it up for you of course <laughs> yeah please do as long as you don't do any spoilers uh right yeah so it's they they are given a building by their his aunt yeah i think what happens is they both inherit they each inherit half of a property and then of course when you don't know this other person that owns half of your property all of a sudden you're like whoa what do you want to do with this thing yeah so somebody wants to sell somebody Mm -hmm. wants to keep it and you know that that yeah cheesy kind of um whatever ensues Mm mm-hmm like so are on cat fight before the before are they you, fall in love, right? Are you uh the BFF in that one as well? Or what's your role oh, in no. Badly Sweetly? Ooh, no. no. Um no. So I'm like the I guess you would call it the other woman. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like a little minx, a little yes. manipulative minx. Oh, that definitely increases my interest then for sure. Yeah. So, so that's why it was so fun. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah yeah i get so, to stir, the, stir things up oh good that sounds really fun i'm excited this is awesome and, and just working with those two was so great like they have a great chemistry between them mm-hmm. but just as people to work with like they mm-hmm. they really seemed like they were having a good time like they were they they loved being there and and i don't know as an actor i can it's it's rare to work with leads that take as much time as they did to sort of acknowledge other people around them and to mm-hmm. encourage people. And, and they were so supportive and so complimentary of what everybody was doing. It was great. Well, that's exciting. Cause I mean, Hallmark yeah. just came off such a great season with summer nights and garage soul mystery. Like August was great and so we're very excited about the fall movies and about the you know countdown for christmas like this is just we hope this momentum just keeps going so that's good to yeah hear. i didn't realize hallmark had all of these seasons i thought i always thought of hallmark as christmas based and right I mean, all the christmas movies but they've got these, these other seasons i mean uh, christmas is definitely their bread and butter no doubt about it mm-hmm. no doubt about it <laughs> And there's gonna be 36 movies this year, which is insane. Oh wow! Okay, so what does that have to start in November or something? October, October 26th <gasps> is the first movie. No, yeah, no, it's true. What? Yeah, that's true story. And before they have, Halloween. Yeah, before Halloween, and they have uh, usually sometimes up to four new movies in one weekend. 
Wow. Yeah. You don't have to leave the house. I know. <laughs> we can't leave the house. We're just, we just can't leave the house. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's exhausting. Uh, I I joke that uh, <laughs> that uh, they need to make a Hallmark movie about podcasters who need to remember the true spirit of Christmas because <laughs> they're covering Hallmark movies. <laughs> <laughs> because it is exhausting, but it's also really fun and. Uh, That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm hoping that, that this year will be a little better, even though there are more movies, because we have this whole team kind of, of friends and support people like Ruth and and um, mm. uh, and other people that have co-hosted for us and have agreed to help us. And so I'm hoping that that will help uh, kind of make it more fun at the very least and kind of... <laughs> I mean, it'll, it, it won't, yeah. yeah, for me, well, it'll, for everybody else, it's fun, but for you guys, like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're cu- trying to cover all this stuff, right? Yeah. It's challenging, but it, we're up for it. We're up for the challenge. And uh, I, mean, I, I, it, it won't make that big a difference for me because I'm the, I have to do all of the editing hosting regardless, but it'll still hopefully just be more fun and not as stressful, you know, cause it's just more more people involved so we'll see right well you know you just do the best you can and and have try to have fun and and uh, it's really cool like I never would have guessed in a million years that talking about Hallmark movies would have gotten us to talk to some of these just amazing people and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, you know I got to interview Catherine Disher twice who's an incredible mm-hmm. actress and voice actress um, who I really huh. admire we got to interview uh two film critics uh Alonzo Giralde and William Bibiani that I really admire and that was a highlight for me just all these amazing it's opportunities. amazing people will say it's amazing who will say yes if you just ask yeah I think there's a lot right? of truth, a lot of truth to that and if you we like always put people on pedestal and like oh no they wouldn't want to talk to us yeah. or, you know, don't talk with us. but it's amazing <laughs> people say yes well and also like some of the coolest interviews that we've had we're gonna have one that posts uh next Monday, uh, where I interviewed a cinematographer, Tyler Walzak, who was incredible. That's a cool idea. Yeah. And so sometimes some of those like, uh, little inner, not anything with little, but you know what I mean? That unexpected interview. Other positions on the crew. Yeah. It can be most interesting. And, um, that's a great idea. But anyway, that's a great idea because there's some there's some cinematographers that have worked on a ton of home movies. Yeah, would have a lot did, of behind the scenes stuff to tell you. Yeah, he did eleven movies in 2017. <laughs> oh like, my god! Whoa! Wow! Yeah, eleven movies, and anyway. all at the same gazebo in London. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, luckily he mm-hmm. got to do the two Fiji movies, so he had a little break. But yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like a work vacation. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> but you got to be in Christmas at Holly Lodge, which was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what was your role? Were you one of the guests, or what was your I role? Was, I was the assistant. So you know, sometimes the, the lead guy or the lead girl will leave the big city. Not sometimes, oh, all yeah. the time. Right. They seem to leave yeah. the big city, yeah. and then they go to small town and fall yeah. in love with the town. Um, so it was Jordan Bridges who yeah. left New York to go swindle some deal down in the middle of nowhere. Right. And I was his New York correspondent. Uh, he was like his okay. office manager or something back in New York. <laughs> you, you are the hard-nosed executive who's forgotten oh, yeah. Christmas. 
Yeah. Exactly. I work yeah. through Christmas. <laughs> I don't acknowledge birthdays. Yeah. 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 I'm a workaholic. It's that city. It just, it, it, you cannot have a Christmas spirit. <laughs> you, no, I, apparently you can't. You can only have a Christmas <laughs> spirit if you live in a city, if you run a parade <laughs> or, yeah. or if you window, own a bed and breakfast or, or if you are a window designer, those are right, the only right, two acceptable designer. city <laughs> jobs. In a Hallmark Christmas movie. Otherwise, totally. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Otherwise, you are dead to the world, <laughs> and you have no work-life balance. No, of course not. We're gonna have this meeting on Christmas Day, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you have day. no love in your life. That's right. Like zero oh, love in yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I loved. Uh, <laughs> um, in uh, the uh, in uh, was a song for Christmas last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had the it was about a um a, a singer that uh, goes to the small town and ends up there's super super hunky uh, guy there and that she starts and is he a firefighter? Like, what was he? I can't even, no he was I, he was like running the inn but he really secretly wanted to be a singer I think oh, okay could be forgetting. Um, but anyway, and like, it was so hilarious because the mom and the daughter of this family were like giving her lessons on like, on Christmas because she was a city girl. Oh, Christmas lessons. Yeah, she's Christmas like, 101. Like, this is a Christmas tree. And this she's is like. She's never had a Christmas. She's never had a Christmas. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she was too busy working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was really <laughs> Anyway. So there you go. Speaking that was- of singing, my Speaking of singing, my first, um, my very first Hallmark experience uh-huh. involved singing. Was that, that that's Hitch for the Holidays? Yes. Yeah. We yeah, like that so one. I, yeah, that, that one will always hold a special place in my heart uh-huh. because um, I was hired, I don't know if it, like, I guess we wouldn't call this background. I, I had a character name, but I wasn't supposed to say anything. I was, uh-huh. like, just latched on to this actor, Rob LaBelle, who was the rabbi, and I was supposed to be the rabbi's wife. Oh. And the concept was, like, you know, yeah. this guy's not Jewish, but the lead girl, her family's Jewish, so they want to celebrate Hanukkah, and he's pretending yeah. to be Jewish. Right. So, anyway, I'm supposed to be the Jewish wife of a rabbi. And so I thought, you know, this, how, this, how hard can it be? Like, I'm not supposed to say anything. Yeah. And I get to my trailer, and the third AD comes knocking with the sides, and he's like, okay, so here's the sides for the day, and uh, make sure you know the song. And I'm like, what song? And he's like, well, there's a, there's a Hanukkah song there. Oh, no. So I flip through the pages, and not only a Hanukkah song, but in Yiddish. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like... So, so I went, I remember like Googling like this song and apparently it's a, it's a very popular Hanka <laughs> song. You're like, great. Now everyone's going to know so I screwed it up. Set, like, thankfully it was a, it was an ensemble. Thankfully it was a chorus <laughs> of us, but it, it like, it seemed like every other cast member was Jewish and knew the song and had been singing it since childhood. Right. I'm like, how do you guys just know this? <laughs> they're like, well, I'm Jewish. Yeah. So. Um, I just remember, like, if you watch, if you watch closely, you probably, I think, you know how you say watermelon, 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 it looks yeah. like you're saying something. Yeah, I think it was just saying watermelon. Right. Well, see, that is such a unique experience, because that's like the one Christmas, movie, that's the one holiday movie from Hallmark that actually acknowledges that Hanukkah exists. <laughs> so that's yeah, one they don't do a lot of Hanukkah movies, do they? No, it's the only one. Not a lot of Hanukkah. 
only one there's loving leah which is not a home like a christmas one but that also acknowledges jewish people but uh, i really like and it's so funny because you have all of these jewish both of the writers that we have interviewed are both Jewish. Uh-huh. <laughs> having to research so, all of this. So they have to stuff. give themselves Christmas lessons. Yeah. That's how they know how to give Christmas lessons and write about it because they're giving themselves Christmas lessons. Yeah, they do. And they have to uh, research all of, you know, like Christmas traditions and Christmas stuff and their whole life. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And, you know, they're, they're <laughs> Jewish. So it's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> well, maybe but, we'll see. Um, Maybe we'll see more Jewish-themed hallmarks in the future. It's unlikely, or more, but I, I more love Hanukkah it. themed. I would love it. I I would I personally like to see them acknowledge uh, Ukrainian Christmas, which is not until I believe January eighth. Oh, that's more likely <laughs> than, than anyone. Yeah, that's more. Likely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so baby steps, baby yeah, steps. That's right. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, uh, that that was a fun one. I was going to ask you about that, and you were in mm-hmm. for better or for worse with Lisa Welchel. Oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah. What was your role in that? Oh, some cranky bride. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Some like sour faced bride that was. Like, <laughs> well we have leased by the groom yeah we we mm-hmm. ha, we have a special love for lisa welchel on this podcast because mm. she is on survivor and amber and i actually met because we're fans of survivor <laughs> and we, no way yeah oh yeah that's we met through a like survivor. the original uh well we were part of this there's another podcast called rob has a podcast that i uh-huh. that one of the former survivors named rob sister nino he has this podcast and he it, it, and we were both patrons of his and so there was this fan group whatever oh. there is and that's how we met and we both lived in utah so we hooked you know we connected and uh and then ended up randomly ended up doing this and becoming friends huh. and uh and but we love survivor and so we love lisa because <laughs> she was on survivor yeah and, mm-hmm. and we like her homework stuff too but uh but she seems like a nice lady <laughs> yeah she was yeah. nice yeah yeah i i was just there briefly like for some yeah. weddings i got to actually do the scene with Ant- antonio cupo oh but the scene was a cut i believe i don't oh, think okay. that it made the final yeah oh he's so handsome uh, is he is, is he it was is, is he as handsome in real life oh more it's oh, oh, more oh my gosh nobody oh. wears a a crushed velvet merlot colored blazer like he does oh my gosh i fall in love you totally <laughs> you totally have to watch love notes it's so good um okay. he's one of those guys that can wear like italian shoes with no socks and look like really good <laughs> yeah some I people know. you're just like no put some socks on <laughs> right <laughs> It's kind of like a. Especially if you're in Canada. It's like in Ever After when they're like, nobody's going to be looking at your shoes. Uh, that's how <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> yeah. Antonio um, enhances any outfit he's wearing. Let's just say that. Yeah. I, I would believe right? it. Yeah. 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 And, and, and a nice guy and a really nice guy. <laughs> um, that's cool. Uh, so you were also in the first Daru and Daru? Oh, yeah. Another cranky person. Okay. <laughs> Are you getting the gist here? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I specialize in grudges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was cranky. You get out all of your <laughs> crank. Do you get all of your crankiness out? 
or yeah, I do. at home with you. Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. I, at home, I just cuddle my little chihuahua and like do more Hallmark giggles. Oh, good. That's good. But, so good. I get all of my wishes and panned out on screen. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> oh, oh, I've done it all. I've like, I've like done scientific experiments on children, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and then in real life, I can be nice. Yeah, you do have a, a wide variety of, of roles. Mm. I mean, and I am very <laughs> curious about this voice work, but panda versus aliens. That's got to be, oh, yeah. that's gonna be interesting. So my character, my character is a, a person in space that has um, a squid a squid for a head. It's like a squid head. And the panda <laughs> is a, a fighting, fighting you? Fighting the alien? Yeah, the panda clearly <laughs> is fighting the alien. <laughs> Yes, I love it. I'm so excited. Have I stuck, have I drawn you in yet? The panda uh, will be fighting the aliens. <laughs> so much. Tell your Chevy, friends. Chevy Chase. Tell your friends. I think it'll be great. Yeah. yeah. That's so really cool. Fun. <laughs> That's just good, crazy, <laughs> fun. That's great. I, mean, I think pan, well, it depends on the aliens, but if it was like aliens, like in signs or something like that, the panda's going to totally cream them. No, no. Well, you've oh, never, yeah, and you've never seen a panda like this before. Great. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we like to end our interviews with what we call the teen beat questions. I'm sure you heard in the Lane Edwards us do the teen beat questions, or I don't know if you listen. To oh, that. teen beat, like that yeah. magazine. The magazine. Okay, yeah. I, I had just had a flashback to a gigantic <laughs> poster of JTT. Yeah. That's do you remember JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? That is my connection to Team Beat is Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. Thomas. So I, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. My whole room is littered with GTT <laughs> posters and whatever the, oh, the guy from Boy Meets World, Ryder Strong. Oh my gosh. We are like the same What a person. name. Whatever happened to Ryder Strong? <laughs> I think he's still, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Can we interview still, him? Oh, I mean, hey, I would be so excited. Can we get him on a Hallmark? <laughs> You know what? I don't know why any of those people haven't done Hallmark. For real. Like Daniel well, Fischel, I would give him a like, call. She should be in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> like what else is she doing? I don't know. Totally. Uh, no, she would fit right in. She'd be great. Because uh, Ryder Strong in um, Girl Meets World, which was so good and such a travesty that it got canceled. Ah. Um, but uh, he ended up directing some of the episodes and he uh, oh really yeah and he ends up getting uh married and mr feeney does the ceremony it was the greatest oh my gosh i still have it saved it was like two years ago and i still have it saved on my dr <laughs> how nostalgic yeah it was the i remember the, it was t it's called tgif i don't know if you guys had this down in the states but every, on friday nights it was tgif and it was like uh <laughs> boy meets world family matters yeah uh, step by step. Full house. I think Suzanne Summers was on step yeah. by step at the full house. And then there was like one called Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was like four of them in a row. Yeah, yeah. And it was like from I, nine till 11. <laughs> oh, I know it well. And, Boy and then I watched 2020 at 11. Boy Meets World was by far the best show, in my opinion. That that it was show, so good. It was, it's so well written and so well done. And so well done. And I just wanted to be Topanga. Oh, everybody wanted to be Topanga. Yeah, I, I just want to be Topanga. Him, and I love Corey. And <laughs> I know. Yeah. When we I started try- getting cast as all these like homicidal, disturbed people on TV and stuff, <laughs> I had to give up my dreams of being Topanga. 
Well, like, I guess it's just not in the cards. When we do our Boy Meets World episode someday, we'll totally have you mm-hmm. as our co-host. <laughs> because Please do. I'd like to call in as a super fan. Yes. All <laughs> right. It's a deal. I promise. All right. <laughs> okay. So first question. What is the best Wait ice cream flavor? Oh, Mint Galactica coconut. It's coconut bliss brand, Mint Galactica. And it's quite unique because you always think a chocolate chip mint ice cream is going to be like bright green. Uh-huh. And, and like, how do they get a green? I don't want to know. But this one's like just a beautiful ivory white with oh. the chocolate chips, but still mint flavor. Sounds yummy. And it has coconut in it? It's coconut bliss. So it's coconut oh, based coconut ice cream instead of dairy, very Vancouver. Yeah, right. <laughs> Very Vancouver. Very cool. Uh, I'm, just look, I'm just looking at the clock. I'm like, is the grocery store still open? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite color? Green. Great. Very on brand. Uh, okay. What music are you listening to right now? So what's your favorite kind of band or singer or whatever? Um, oh, man. I'm like so not cool when it comes to music. Uh-huh. I listen to the radio a lot. Like I drive with one hand and I flip between six radio stations with my right hand. Uh-huh. So I like, I know what all the top, like the top 40 or whatever is at the current time, but I don't even know who's, I'm like, I love that song, but I don't yeah. know who sings it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on, like, I'm just thinking about my Spotify I have on my laptop. You know what? I have a guilty little pleasure. I grew up on country music uh-huh. being from Alberta uh-huh. and I have this playlist that I just called it like nineties country. And whenever I'm home alone, I always like to, you know, you can to get a little Reba, Brooks and Dunn, or, yes. a little, little Reba McIntyre, oh, um, Alabama, Garth Brooks. Yeah, I'm like a huge sucker for that. And when I play it, I just feel like transported back. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like doing housework to Garth Brooks. All the more reason you gotta watch Love Notes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, it's so good. Okay. Okay, here we go. You sold me. Then, uh, what, is your, what is your go-to date night food? date night food <laughs> yeah. i've been in a relationship for a long time so date night is different than date night when it's your it's a tinder date right yeah. i would assume i would assume um so we're not afraid of the things that other people might be afraid of like yeah like i'll eat a taco and like get all over my shirt it's okay <laughs> like i'm not gonna break up with me so <laughs> what's your favorite food that if that can be easy? um i really like I really like burgers, like hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Like, so if I go somewhere, even if it's like a really classy establishment, I'll always check and see, like, do you guys have a high-end burger here available? Like, cause I'll get the burger. Yeah. Ooh. Like I've, I've purchased like $32 burgers. Uh-huh. And it's worth it. You, you know, it's, it's worth the, the, rather than just going to in and out and getting a burger or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to cut out the, uh, Thankfully, I've been able to ditch the fast food habit, but um, but I just love burgers. So I kind of, as a burger connoisseur, if I go to a restaurant, I'm like, so do you guys have a good burger here? I kind of, I yeah. get the truth out of the waiter or the server. I'm like, have you had the burger? Is it good? Is it good? Really? Right. Tell me the truth. Cool. My favorite is to have bacon and blue cheese. Ooh, yeah. that's an interesting combo. Like, do you mean just strips of bacon dipped in blue cheese? No, just like to have that combination of like the, so you have hamburger and like lettuce 
it's oh, on your burger. And then blue cheese and and bacon. <laughs> I thought you meant just like a plate of bacon dribbled. Oh, no. I mean, hey, that probably would be delicious. You're an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound good. That that would be delicious. But no. Uh, so, what is your go-to date night activity? Just getting burgers. <laughs> um, that's just getting x. That's getting x-rated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> like, next question. <laughs> That's what Autumn Reeser said the same You're thing. You're asking the I, wrong person. She's like, I think I know what my favorite day activity is. Watching yeah. Hallmark. Right. <laughs> um, so, what, dogs or cats? I think you answered it earlier. Dog, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beaches well, or mountains? I help, but I'm allergic to cats. Yeah, me too. Uh, did you say what are mountains? Beaches or mountains? Beaches. I grew up like with no beaches, so it's always been a real novelty to me. I grew up around the Rocky Mountains. Man, if you so, were making beautiful, a movie, but if you ever make a movie in Utah, like we are practically the same person. We like all the same. Thing. Oh. <laughs> um, well, let's make one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's do it. Um, so yeah, I love the beach so much. It's my favorite, and uh, so um, okay, suit. Uh, I mean, a, a fancy dress or sweats. Well, if what I'm wearing right now is an indication of <laughs> what I would wear given the choice. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, so I guess can we say fancy sweats? Fancy sweats. There you go. I prefer yeah. to call it I prefer to call it loungewear. There you go. Like yo maybe some nice <laughs> yoga pants. Um yeah, Vancouver's known for our <laughs> excessive um use of Lululemon yoga wear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Okay, your favorite holiday meaning to celebrate? I'm with the Hallmark crowd. I'm a huge <laughs> Christmas person. It's, I love Christmas. It's so yeah. cozy. It's got, yeah. have you ever heard of the term huga? Uh-uh. It's like a, da- a Danish term. I believe it's Danish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just basically means like cozy comfort. Yeah. So it's, it's thing, Hugo, like if you, if you could smell an apple pie in the oven with the snowflakes falling outside the window, that's Hugo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so into that. It's really hard to beat Christmas, especially because like, oh, I yeah. don't know, for a lot of that time, it could just be kind of gloomy. And the fact that it's such a happy time and such a gloomy time, I think makes it even feel even better, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's all like cold and and you know, like kind of mm-hmm. uh, like snow and all the stuff but because it's you Christmas, guys get snow where you're at like where are you where do you live i live in so i'm in utah in, in okay just is there snow at christmas uh usually yeah we'll have some snow and but it yeah. just makes the whole time like magical where it would be kind of like oh you know <laughs> totally so. Yeah, I know. I look forward to Christmas. Like I start playing Christmas music. I would like to start playing November 1st, but because uh-huh. I live with somebody who's not a huge Christmas music fan, I had to negotiate December 1st start date. Oh man. Well, just tell them they're starting to play the Hallmark Christmas movies October 26th. I know. Get with so. the program. <laughs> You're just trying to do it's- research for your job. <laughs> exactly. Like you and then I play it, of course, until uh, Ukrainian Christmas, which is in first week in January. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, last question, and this is really hard because you don't have the Hallmark Channel in Canada. And okay. You can pick one of the ones that you've been in, but what is your favorite mm-hmm. Hallmark movie? <sighs> <sighs> I think, you know what? I like your pick, but um, which is a great one. 
uh, falling for you, but I'm going to go with the upcoming Truly Madly Sweetly. Oh. Just because it's such a fun story and because I had such a good time on set with that. Just the people were amazing. Ron Oliver, the director, is so fun. He's, a he's like, it's like he's throwing a party every day on set. It's just oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's amazing. Uh, he just makes, he did the Hall of Fame movie last year. He's mm. just, he's incredible. And I think he's doing the Hall of Fame movie this year, if I'm not mistaken. So, I don't know. He's oh, a, yeah. He's really great. That's great. He's amazing. Well, and if, if you asked him the question of uh, if you'd wear a suit or sweats, he'd definitely go with a suit because he wears, he wears like a beautiful ensemble every day to set. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so far, the only females that we've gotten to say fancy dress are usually really young people. Like, mm-hmm. we, like we interviewed Lila Fitzgerald, who's 15, mm-hmm. I believe. And she picked, she's like, I want to be a princess every day. <laughs> oh, you're like, that'll change, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait till you have to work 50 hours a week and then see what you want to put on after you get home exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not gonna put on the crinoline <laughs> well she's still I, in the dress up stage yeah that's right well she mm-hmm. she's like a ballerina so she's basically a oh, okay all the time anyway but um but but anyway we had i had such a great time talking with you this was so much fun it was awesome talking to you i'm glad we did this yeah really fun i really enjoyed getting that to was really that. fun yeah was, and i have my read and i have my watching uh, to watch list now my okay. assignments you've given me including your name <laughs> Yes. And then what's the one? What's the Lo- one love notes? The love notes. Love notes. Yes. And is that a Hallmark available. one or a Lifetime one? It's Lifetime. So I'm. I'm. It's uh, Lifetime. Okay. I'm. I'm re- <laughs> recommending the enemy, but it's really dish- off the record. Watch it. <laughs> it's a little spicier than Hallmark. I, I will say that, but nothing too bad. And it's okay. really good. And and Antonio Cupo is just the best. <laughs> So. For that reason alone, I would watch it. Yeah. So you'll and you're to- going to have to let me know what you think of this of the fall lineup and these couple of movies. Okay. We we will, and I will follow up on you and find out what you thought of Love Notes because we talked to Sandy Sadu, who was the best, and uh, yeah. I told her about Bahubali, which is another movie that I love. And so just today, I, I, I followed back up with her. I was like, did you see Bahubali? And she was like, yes, it was amazing. I'm like, yes. No, we won't forget. <laughs> You're an excellent curator that way. Oh, good. <laughs> I just, people good at good watching assignments. <laughs> I just uh, like sharing stuff that I love. I guess it makes me a podcast. I, I spent all this time doing podcasting. But anyway... Mm-hmm. This was really fun. We'll do, our, we'll do our Boy Meets World remake yes. in 2019. Boy Meets World podcast, at least. We can go that far. There but, you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy Meets World podcast. We'll be in touch. And uh, we'll, I am really excited about these two movies even more now than I was before. Uh, good. They sound really fun. So, And I am very excited for Panda versus Aliens as well. And yeah, we'll watch out for Panda. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So, Don't watch uh, it alone. It's really scary. Okay. So, uh, where can people find you, like, on social media or all that fun stuff? Um, so, I'm doing the Twitter uh-huh. and um, Instagram, and it's just my name. Allison Monzera is my handle for everything, for, for Instagram and Twitter. Um, what are the kids doing now? This uh, Snapchat? Yeah, I don't have that. Okay. That's, that's, like, next level. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, I did that for a little while, and then I was like, I can't. 
I need to drop something. Yeah. <laughs> Too many social media platforms takes away from cuddle time with my dog. Right. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta well, we will yourself. have links for all that in the description section. So uh, you guys oh, awesome. listening, check that out and make sure you're following the podcast, a homework pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Rachel's reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And so check that out and let us know what, uh, what you think uh, in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear. And thanks again uh, for, for coming and doing this. I, this was a lot of fun. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Rachel. <laughs> Bye.